Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good night. Hi. Hi, Sean. Hi, Matt. Hello. How are you? I'm tired. Yes, you are sleepyhead. Got home from a got home from driving from Indy and just crashed, fell asleep until about ten minutes ago. I get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sean's been up all day. I have playing video games. No, watching watching videos more than playing. I think this the last yeah. two, the only two times I saw you, you were watching, not playing. So welcome to another Sunday third person podcast. I really don't like that audience. <laughs> it sounds really lame. <laughs> Got a better one on my phone. That's your phone. Anyway, uh, so welcome. We've got a few things for you today. Uh, I know last week we didn't do a live show, but we pre-recorded one. If you didn't see it, go back and watch it. It was pretty good, I think. Uh, yeah. So how was your week? It was one of those long, short weeks. Okay. Like day to day felt short, but the week felt long. Gotcha. Sean, how was your week? Kind of in a similar boat as Matt. Yeah. Man of many words. Hmm? Man of many words. Man of many words. I am. We had a little bit of excitement at work on Thursday. There was a, the president got booed. Not Biden. I mean, I would boo him anyway. <laughs> the Toyota president? Mm. Yes. Mm. Why do you get booed? Leah. Leah, she. Uh, so Thursday, right before lunch, they announced that Blue Shift had to work Saturday. Which they were previously told they weren't going to have to work that Saturday. And uh, they didn't like that, obviously. Uh, so then shortly after, or not shortly after, I guess it was, they also had like two hours overtime that day. So during overtime, Lee was giving a tour of some Japanese executive VIPs, and she walked by the East Plant assembly line, which was East Plant had to do the overtime, and uh, she got booed. That is hilarious. Yeah. So, so, so Friday, they put out an apology video <laughs> from the upper management apologizing about the last minute Saturday and explaining why. I don't think I don't think a bulk of the booing was because of the Saturday, and I'm pretty sure most of the people understood why they had to work Saturday. Yeah. And most of the booing was, it was an addition of a bunch of things, and that was like the straw that, the literal straw that broke the camel's back. Well, not literal, figuratively. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, literally, it had to be a straw. <laughs> so, yeah. So they, they addressed the last minute Saturday, but they didn't address the other issues that people are complaining about. So... Anywho, that was our excitement. So everybody at work's been a, a, tw- a Twitter about the booing of, the, of Leah. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. By the way, I don't work in that area, so it wasn't me. But if but if you did, would it have been you? I don't know. I don't. Know. I'm. I've given, I've taken a, I'm giving them till the spring wage announcement. Let's see how that goes. I'm not. Until then, I'm not taking a side either way. That's fair. I'm going to see how they, re, how they respond to when the UAW settles. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Although I do believe they can do better. All right, so we've got some stories, not a whole bunch, but we'll have to stretch these out. Last week we did a lot of them, but they were shorter ones. Uh, I guess we could start with the updates in Israel. Uh, It's been a whole week since I've read anything about Israel. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I've been surprisingly not paying attention. Uh, 
before we get into the stories about Israel, and this is kind of like I had last time, just a page of updates. Mm-hmm. Um, I have noticed, and like I said, I haven't really been keeping up on it that much, but I have been listening to some podcasts, and they've been playing some clips and stuff like that. And So, the Ukraine and Russia war. Like, all the pictures and stuff we get, the video footage of that, it's like, look at this crumbled up building. It was hit by a bomb. Mm-hmm. Like, no bodies or anything, just like an old building crumbled up. You know, this library was hit by a bomb, blah, blah, blah. There's, like, no very, there's very little, like, live action, like, like we had, like, in Afghanistan, that kind of stuff, where you see, like, footage of missiles coming in and exciting, like, like, Ukraine and Russia have been, like, none of that. Yeah. It's been, like, after the fact still photos like nothing like stuff you can kind of make up (laughs) what the israel war is very much what we're used to which is you know footage you know gruesome footage of people bodies you know and like what we're used to when we see a modern day war so that's i'm not saying ukraine russia war isn't real i'm saying it's pretty suspicious might not be as bad as we're told we had had a few. We had had a little while before there was like an active war. Where we're getting frontline videos and stuff. And Ukraine war started. And it's like okay, whatever. Maybe it's different now than it was there. But then you, Israel and Hamas start up, and all of a sudden we're back to, oh, we got live footage of missiles coming. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, hold up. These so, dots ain't connecting right. Yeah. So, I find that suspicious at least. Uh, although I am looking forward to giving. You know, hundreds of millions, millions of dollars to Israel. Uh, <laughs> of I think it's that one. Yes. Okay. So this is a story. Like, well, this is a compilation of up to, you know, updated current updates. Yeah, I can't talk. Uh, so Israel Hamas. This is from the AP. So Israel Hamas war. My hair's a mess. Israel-Hamas war. Gaza civilians struggle to find water and safety ahead of expected Israel ground offensive. So I guess Israel's getting ready to invade or go into the Gaza Strip, which is supposed to be, I believe the Gaza Strip is supposed to be like a neutral zone kind of thing. Sounds right. Yeah. So anyway, so Israel's ready to go in there. Uh... So, thousands of residents uh, are listening to Israel's order to evacuate the northern half of the territory while others are huddled at hospitals. 2.3 million civilians face a deepening struggle for food, water, and safety, embraced for a looming invasion more than a week after Hamas launched a deadly assault. Yes. The latest news on the war? People are struggling to flee from northern. We just saw that. Uh, the military said Sunday that it would not target a specific route south for several hours, urging Palestinians to leave the north en masse. The military offered two corridors and a longer window the day before. No decision on a ground offensive has been announced. That would kind of defeat the purpose. It kind of would. <laughs> Although Israel has been amassing troops along the Gaza border. The war has claimed more than 3,600 lives since uh, the 7th when Hamas launched their attack. Gaza hospitals are expected to run out of fuel for emergency generation generations. That should be generators, shouldn't it? I At think first so. I thought I said it wrong. and I, <laughs> I'm like, no, that's what it says. I feel like that should be generators. So with the emergency generation, would that be... After Sean? <laughs> yes. Gen Z or Gen X millennial, Gen Z in the emergency generation. Emergent. The Emergent. Oh my god. I just named the next generation. That sounds dumb. It does sound dumb. So does Gen X. Yeah. And Gen Z and Millennials. It all sounds dumb. Uh So evidently, 
Israel's playing the Holocaust card. <laughs> They're traumatized from the Holocaust. Uh, I don't think Hamas cares about the Holocaust. Well, is the Israel-Hamas war has roiled U.S. campuses. Students on each side say colleges aren't doing enough. What's a college going to do? Uh, I don't know. Allow them to protest, which I'm sure they are. Yeah, but like, what's a what? What are they going to do? I don't know. Nothing. They're there to educate. Educate. Try not to hate. Mediate. Not to get in excess of. Try not to hate. Uh, is there a story on that? Can I click on that? That's going to be the story. Okay. So let's see what the colleges are supposed to do. Uh, American colleges. Oh, this should be. Aspire to be places where ideas meet and common ground emerges, unless you're a Republican. <laughs> As the death toll rises in the Israel-Hamas war, they have become seats of anguish. Many Jewish students and their allies, some with family and friends in Israel, have demanded bold reckonings and strong condemnation after the attacks by Hamas militants who stormed blockaded Gaza Strip into nearby Israel towns, killing and abducting civilians and soldiers. Gotcha. So... Meanwhile, some Muslim students have joined with allies to call for a recognition of decades of suffering by Palestinians in Gaza, plus condemnation of the response by Israel. So they just want their colleges to come out and say that one side's wrong. Right, which is kind of against what college should be. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Yeah, I kind of like very similar to my Ukraine-Russia thing. My take on that is it's it's not our war. Stay out of it. Uh, I mean, Israel and Middle Eastern countries have been fighting wars for centuries. Just throwing money at it's not going to help. No. So I did learn some new history on that a little bit. So after World War One, Palestine helped out, I believe, Russia. Because Russia was a good guy in World War One. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Russia. It might have been you but I'm pretty, pretty sure it's Russia. So they promised Palestine their own country after World War One for helping. Uh, after World War One, they promised them basically Israel, and so they all moved there and were living there, but they never actually got to be a country. Yeah, they never followed through with the, what they were promised, and then World War Two happened. And then the Holocaust. So when World War II was over, as a way of saying, sorry for your loss, <laughs> Israel was promised a country. And biblically, the only country Israel would ever accept is Israel, because that was their promise. That's their promised land. Yeah. So it's not like we can give them a piece of like Australia and they'd be cool with that. So yeah, so they were given Israel. So they basically pushed all the Palestines out of the land they were already promised several years earlier. Hence, a lot of the animosity. <laughs> so, yeah. So just get over again. It. It's something that, well, not just the U.S. but it's been sixty years. The U.S. and other countries have pretty much caused the problem by promising the same land. To multiple groups of people. <laughs> Maybe promising land as a uh, reward for helping in war, not the best option. Well, and, and if, well, or if you do, like, actually follow through with it. Well, I don't know what the process is to become a country. You'd think if they were all living there and they were promised, they'd be like, okay, we're a country. I don't know how that works. I think you have to be recognized by, like, a certain number of countries. I don't know. Like, I know they're, like, I don't know. Like, how did we, I mean, we just... We, we the, said we're we a country. We just fought off Britain and we're like, we're a country. Well, right? I mean, at that time, Britain was the only power. 
pretty much. It was all France. written in Spain, and Spain didn't care. Yeah, I don't know. Well, France actually helped us, though, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. France they helped gave us, us a statue. France helped us because France hated Britain. Well, who can blame them? So they were like, hey, we'll help out. France has tasty food. Have you been? I've, I've never eaten in England, but I've heard the food sucks. I have, too. I've I mean, heard they have meat pies. They took over the world in search for spices just to not use them. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, colleges should not be in the uh, business of taking sides, really. And neither, you know what? Hot take here. Neither should we. As America. Let's just take America's side. Let's leave everybody else to their own stuff. Uh, yeah, so, and like we said last week, uh, closer to World War Three. Yay. Hmm. Taking steps. Yeah. Israel's foreign minister warns Israel from Beirut to stop Gaza attack. What? Warns Israel from, from Beirut. They need an editor on this page. I'm assuming that means that Iran's foreign minister is in Beirut. Yes, okay. I was oh I was reading it right, but I was thinking in my head Israel's foreign minister. So Iran's foreign minister is warning Israel from Beirut to stop Gaza attacks or risk Huge earthquake. I didn't know they had that kind of technology. I thought that was only America had that. I think he's talking about a metaphorical earthquake, but I don't know. You never know. know. There it is. U.S. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said Sunday that he would work with Senate Republicans in the coming weeks to assemble a generous package of wartime aid for Israel. You know, it's amazing that our Republicans and Democrats in Congress can never agree on anything except to send money to people who are at war. And not almost like they're making something out of it. Huh? Almost. Uh, American will America will stand with its ally Israel, he said in a news conference in Israel that capped a visit by bipartisan group of senators. I, along with my colleagues here, will lead the effort in the United States Senate to provide Israel with the support required to fully defend itself from this momentous monstrous attack. Momentous Schumer, a Democrat who is the highest-ranking Jewish official in the U.S., said he openly wept when he heard from the families of people taken hostage by Hamas. The group of senators also met with Israeli officials, including Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and opposition leader Benny Gantz. Who have formed a wartime cabinet. So, our current debt in the United States is $33 trillion. Perhaps we should take care of that before we send money to Israel. Just, what? A, just a thought. I thought that was just a number oh. that keeps ticking up. And that reminds me, Netanyahu reminded me, because Netanyahu reminded me, remember last week I said there was a, a rapper by that name? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Last week's or week before, one of our videos got uh, blocked. It was the one we were doing the the video. The, we did a bunch of little videos, funny videos. Yeah, the one with the, the "Why are you running away?" or "Why are you running?" Yeah, yeah, that one. That one got us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my bad. Because I guess that was a movie. Like we had used that I think it was a movie or something or a show. And they. No, I just had to. It wasn't a strike. I just had to go in and click a thing where it, it blocked out that ch- that chunk, and then the video was fine. <laughs> I'm like, my bad. Evidently, <laughs> <laughs> you can't play wire. I don't understand how YouTube get, can block a video of yours for playing a YouTube video. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's, it's not like we're making money off of it. You would think that if it's already on YouTube, they've already, you know, let it go. Yeah. Kind of like Facebook. Like, if you put a picture or video on Facebook, it's like it's public. It's not it's not yours anymore. It's public domain now. Yeah. You would think YouTube would be similar. God bless you. Oh. 
You okay? That COVID. hurt. You got the COVID sneeze? No. Uh, yeah. All right. So, all right, I think that's pretty much The Senate leader said he would not wait for the House to consider an aid package because it's facing its own political crisis as Republicans struggle to unite around a speaker. Right. They got rid of that. Remember that video we played of the Speaker of the House kind of going at the reporter a little bit? Yeah. And turning around? Yeah, they, they got rid of him. Oh. <laughs> I liked him. Uh, apparently the other Republicans, he's just a, he's just a Speaker because the Republicans control the House, so they get to pick one of their guys to be Speaker. Yeah. Uh, they didn't like the fact that he didn't push harder on the, uh, the, the budget with the government shutdown, the government was going to shut down but they yeah. passed the budget last minute he felt they felt he should have pushed harder on that to get some more things that the republicans want like reducing the debt that kind of stuff so i i think they have a new guy temporarily or whatever but yeah that guy's out that was uh mccarthy i think his name was uh yeah but they they like decided and voted and like he was out like within like 24 hours it's <laughs> like he wants the package to include aid for Israel and Ukraine, along with aid for Taiwan. Stop! I really, I really <laughs> hate our government. $33 trillion. Can we please throw a few pennies at that first? That's all I'm asking. And what's up with, yeah, so what's with Taiwan anyway? Taiwan is being threatened, getting threats from Beijing. I like how they throw the U.S. border in there, like last, like oh yeah, and a little bit for the U.S. border. I don't, I don't think money everybody else the aid. Our border just gets money. I don't think money for the border should be called aid. It's, a, it's <laughs> our border and our money. Maybe it should just be used for us. Uh, ugh. Look at him just sneaking a third country in there. Mitch McConnell. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. In the, yeah, so the Republicans and Democrats agree on this one. Schumer wants money, and Mitch McConnell says he wants to aid two countries tied together, of course, because then you can't try to lower one. And then be like, oh, you're against the whole thing. <clears throat> uh, Republican Senator Bill Cassidy of Louisiana and Mitt Romney of Utah and some Democrats, Jack Rose and Mark Kelly, were also on the trip. Oh, these are the ones that went to Israel. Yeah. During a lunch at their hotel on Sunday, the senators had to take shelter when sirens sounded indicating a rocket attack. Why were they in Israel? So there weren't necessarily was a rocket attack. There were sirens indicating a rocket attack. Why were they in Israel? FaceTime, the cameras. Look at me. I went to a war. Mm. Uh... China. Yeah, it's going back to June. Don't care. Obviously, obviously with a war over there, FBI is watching uh, for threats against Jewish and Muslim communities. That makes total sense. I did see one about uh, increased chatter about like terrorist activity in America. Of course. Uh, Lebanon. I don't even know where that's at compared to Israel. But rocket strikes, the UN peacekeepers headquarters in southern Lebanon. No injuries reported. Not a very busy headquarters if no one was there. <laughs> no one was hurt even though they weren't in shelters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it did not specify where the rocket came from but expressed disappointment saying that despite the mission's efforts to get the sides to de-escalate the situation the violence continued. <laughs> I believe it did not specify where the rocket came from is code for it came from not the side they wanted it to come from. So it's probably an Israeli rocket. <laughs> uh, they're working to verify from where the rocket was fired. Yeah. Usually when the news says that it, it doesn't match their narrative so they're not going to tell you. Uh, And why would it be the mission's job to verify where the rocket came from? 
I guess they'd want to know who's who's attacking them. Uh, so that's pretty much the way it is. The hundreds running out of fuel, fuel, running out. Uh, yeah, I guess. So I guess apparently Iran's been supplying Hamas with weapons and stuff. Mostly stuff and weapons that they got from us, coincidentally enough. Huh, weird. Uh, Oh, the World Health Organization. Are they going to do that? (laughs) He wants to reopen a border crossing. I don't think that'll help. With Egypt and the Gaza. I don't know why it's closed. Egypt's not at war. Alright, I guess that's pretty much the bulk of the Israel updates. Cameras aim high, a little bit high. <laughs> Everybody sit tall. I don't want to. Let's see what else we got. What's some of the other stories we got? Some of the other stories we got. So, uh, we've got lifelike robots. Uh, Toyota's new battery technology uh, would you be willing to hmm? no idea what that was about I know I purposely left it vague nice <laughs> uh, and closing hospitals hospitals let's do the battery thing since we were just talking about fuel for the hospitals alright sure this technology could possibly be used to help things like that uh, so this we had We've kind of talked about this a little bit before. The the new solid state battery that Toyota claims will be able to have like six to seven hundred miles on a charge uh-huh. and charge in like 10-15 minutes. So, uh, yeah, let's put this on the put it on the big screen. Big screen. Okay. There we go. So, Toyota Japanese automaker Toyota and energy company Itamitsu cooperate on EV battery technology. That's uh, that's our president. That's the CEO. That's the CEO. Koji Sato. 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 He just took over for the Toyota guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Japan. Japan's top automaker Toyota agreed Thursday to work with Itamitsu, a major Japanese oil company on technology for mass production of solid-state batteries that promises to be a key component in future electric vehicles. The deal is an important step for Toyota Motor Corp, which has promised to speed up its battery EV offerings and catch up after having fallen behind rivals like Tesla and China's BYD. Uh, Toyota lags partly because of its success in hybrids like the Prius that are equipped with both gasoline engines and battery-powered motors. Toyota, with its production finesse, and Inamitsu, which owns technologies and materials, said they are aiming for successful commercialization of all solid-state batteries in 2027 or 2028. That isn't quite a few years away. Not really. Only three, three years, three, three and a half. I mean, usually when you see, like, you know, look, here's our, when they do, like, the car shows, and they're like, here's the, the Car, the car of the future. Of the future. <laughs> it looks like something that you won't see in like seventy-five years. Uh, I don't think three. I don't think three to four years is really that that long of a time for, for a new technology kind of thing. Uh, and that's yeah. So uh, with repeated efforts involving trial and error. <laughs> like a wily coyote situation. <laughs> <laughs> They've succeeded in developing a material that is more stable and less prone to crack. They're making new materials over there. Yes. Uh, the future of mobility lies in the tie-up between the auto and energy sectors, including this innovation, innovation hailing from Japan, he said. Solid-state batteries are widely believed to be essential for mass commercialization of battery-powered EVs. The lithium-ion batteries whose components are liquid are now commonly used in electric vehicles but are prone to fires. 
solid state batteries are more stable and potentially more powerful, but generally more expensive than the crack. The era of solid state battery is right around the corner, said Hitamitsu Kosan Co., chief executive. Hitamitsu Kosan Company, chief executive Shunichi Kido. They really got to get easier names. Hitamitsu has been researching basic <laughs> technologies for all solid state batteries since 2001. Toyota started in 2006. Kido said recent innovations will help the batteries now in the works overcome the edge lithium ion batteries have had over EVs. It sounds okay, like so they've the, been researching this for a while. Yeah. Which I think all the major car companies have. But it sounds like that oil company has kind of found what they say, a new material. A new material. To make it out of so it doesn't crack, I guess. I don't know. We're just making, just picture it we're making in, materials I just now. Picture it plugged in charging and it's like, it's like 98, 99, 100. Oh, crack. I didn't unplug it in time. <laughs> <laughs> Collaboration focuses on sulfide solid electrodes, materials that are soft, adhesive, and suitable for mass production, the company said. Kido said Inamitsu developed mass production technology related to sulfide solid electrolytes by studying byproducts from petroleum, petroleum refining. So that's, how, that's why they're in it, because they're using byproducts from the oil refineries. The companies plan a large pilot facility to develop sulfide solid electrolytes paying special attention to quality and cost, mass production would follow. Electrolytes is like Gatorade. Yeah, that's the sugars in your blood. I've never had the sulfide solid flavor. What color What color Gatorade <laughs> is that? Lithium ion. <laughs> uh, many of the world's top automakers are working on solid-state batteries, including domestic rival Nissan Motor Company and American manufacturing Ford Motor Company, but some technological challenges remain. Toyota, which makes the Lexus luxury models, and the Camry sedan. Okay. Okay, why the Camry? <laughs> why are you going to throw a Camry in there? It said it will <laughs> offer a commercial solid-state battery as soon as 2027 with charging time. What? With charging time, one of oh. the main drawbacks of electric vehicles shortened, shortened to minutes. about 10 minutes. How cool is that? That's cool. Uh, it's planning to deliver 1.5 million EVs in 2026 by expanding its EV lineup. So, better EV batteries coming in about three years, three and a half years. Yeah, Exciting final. stuff. Yeah. Cool. And like I said, they could probably solid state batteries, from my understanding, hold hold the charge longer without losing it. Also. Yeah, because if it's solid, like the you know, the liquid weird right you know. so i would imagine like places that use like backup generators like hospitals stuff like that if you're able to have a bank of these solid state batteries have them charged while, you, while you've got power that that would that would be a lot more efficient than the generator Fuel. Uh, that'd be interesting yeah exciting times are coming them money, not Israel, Ukraine, Taiwan. Uh, Let's look at these robots. Alright, so lifelike robots. I love a good robot. Is it going to be like iRobot? Very, pretty close. Actually, oh, wait, is... yeah, that is kind of close. <laughs> yeah. So this is, uh, <laughs> yeah. I believe it's a Chinese company. Rise are doing some weird yeah. things. The World Robot Conference in Beijing. Robots So yeah, watch Even more freaky though. Look at her face in the, in the monitor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I picked this video before I saw that, and I'm like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's kind of funny, though. I, I'd rather have the robot than the image that it makes trying to copy your face. <laughs> Robots. Right, 
I'm offended. He's in whiteface. Like, look, that's just a regular face someone could make. I, I know, right? All right, let's see if this link works. That's a, it's a hell of a link. It is. So this was... A few days ago, we posted a video about AI robots. Invading an NFL game and some people were quick to point out that they're humans in costumes. And not the other way around. So we did some digging and turns out they were right but also wrong. Most of these are humans. You can easily base that on how these guys are walking. But also among them, were two AI humanoid robots. But we are having a hard time trying to tell which ones were exactly humanoids. The two AI robots among these humans in costumes. Were created by Hanson Robotics. A company based in Hong Kong that specializes in making humanoid robots. They are known for creating Sophia. One of the most advanced and famous robots in the world, Sophia has been granted citizenship by Saudi Arabia and has appeared in many interviews and events. The AI robots at the NFL game were designed to look like some of the characters from the movie. And they interacted with some of the fans who were sitting next to them. They also had cameras and microphones that recorded their surroundings and transmitted them to a control room. Some of the fans were amazed by the robots, while others were freaked out by them. The reaction online was also mixed. Some people praised the creativity and innovation of the campaign, while others criticized it as creepy and unethical. Some people also questioned the safety and security of having AI robots in public places, especially in a crowded stadium. What do you think about this? Do you think it was a cool way to promote a movie, or do you think it was a bad idea? Would you like to see more AI robots in real life, or do you prefer to keep them in movies? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And if you like this video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this and stuff related to robotics and sometimes we post things to do with construction and architecture and engineering too. Thank you for watching and I'll see you next time.
Boston Dynamics can do it. Huh? Boston Dynamics can do it. Why can't they? Yeah, but they don't look natural. <laughs> yeah. they, they're very efficient at, at walking. They just don't look like humans. <laughs> it's, it's very hard for a machine to mimic how humans walk. Yeah. Well, because machines can do it more efficiently. Yeah, because we walk by falling forward and <laughs> yeah. catching ourselves. Yeah, they're better at it than us, so it doesn't look the same. So we got robots to look forward to. That's that exciting. Be, I would, that should be cool and scary at the same time. I love robots. I do too. Until they turn. Now, even when they turn, I'll be like, "Yeah, you go. <laughs> Good for you." Yeah. Uh, so you can take a quick look at these hospitals. Sure, this we got some closing hospitals. Alabama, I think. Alabama, yeah. man. Three hospitals in Alabama just said we're not gonna. We're not going to give birth. We're closing our maternity units. No, just the maternity units. Okay. Yeah, because uh, that state has one of the highest maternal mortality rates, and three hospitals are now saying we're just going to stop delivering babies. So, so they're they're having. Is it the mothers that are dying? Yes. Huh. So the mothers are dying. So they're just like, well, we obviously suck at this. We're out. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to give up. <laughs> Figure it out yourself, I guess. Just interesting, interesting concept. Weird. Yeah. So by the end of the month, and this was October today. This was October today. By the end of the month, two Alabama hospitals will stop delivering babies. A third will follow suit a few weeks later. That will leave two counties, Shelby and Monroe, without any birthing hospitals and strip a predominantly black neighborhood in Birmingham Birmingham, of a sought-after maternity unit. After that, pregnant women in Shelby County will have to travel at least 17 miles farther to reach a hospital with an OBGYN, and because of the county, one of Alabama's largest is bordered by another whole hospital also lacks an obstetrics unit. Whose hospital also lacks an obstetrics unit? Some of these residents are also losing the closest place they could go to deliver their babies. There's a sense of dread knowing that there's going to be families who are now not only driving to the, to to the, the county, county over, but driving through three counties. Okay. Uh, said Honor McDaniel. That's a strange name. Directed at Director of Maternal and Infant Health Initiative initiatives for the March of Dimes in Alabama. Uh, People in Monroe County could face drives between 35 to 100 miles to a labor department. Uh, Trekking that far to give birth is not unheard of in Alabama, in which more than a third of the counties are maternity care deserts, meaning that they have no hospital with obstetrics care, birth centers, OBGYNs, or certified nurse midwives. What the hell is wrong with Alabama? So, the whole abortion thing. Some people have claimed abortions are kind of a racist thing anyway because black women get more abortions than white women. Okay. So you're, you're killing black babies proportionally more than white women. So they kind of legalize abortion, so now they're just taking away the pregnancies <laughs> in the black neighborhoods. Almost like there's a concerted effort to huh. hurt a certain population. The state has one of the highest maternal mortality rates in the country. Only three states had a higher rate between 2018 and 2021. Alabama also had the nation's third highest infant mortality rate in 2021. Cool. Alabama sucks to give birth. Yeah. Physicians currently or formerly officially affiliated with the Alabama Maternity Units about the close fear the consequences for pregnant women and babies. Those those physicians should fear the consequences if they stayed there, too. <laughs> with the highest mortality rate. People are going to show up delivering in the ER, and you're going to have bad outcomes, said Kinda Dr. Like, Jasana Cooper. Are they worst outcomes than they have now? If you show up with a very premature baby and deliver it in the ER and you don't have an NICU and you don't have an obstetrics team, things aren't going to go well. No. I wonder why. Uh, 
See, that's because they've hmm. banned abortions. So why aren't they closing OBGYN clinics in the white neighborhoods? You'll never guess. It's like they're targeting some people. Hmm. My thing is, even if you don't have a uh, OB unit, if you're in an emergency room, you would still have the basic necessities you would need if someone came in in a pregnancy. Yeah, they're saying the ER can deliver, but like they don't have the uh, infant care unit. They don't right. have the obstetrics. But they can transport. They can helivac. They have to helivac that baby like 100 miles away. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> it's really bothering me. I'm going to kill you. Uh, <laughs> there's something broken, you think? The hospital's losing or looning obstetrics departments in Birmingham and Shelby County are both part of Brookwood Baptist Health, a healthcare network with five hospitals in Alabama. A spokesperson for the network declined NBC <laughs> News request for an interview, but said in a statement that the decision came after careful consideration. They had to consider the locations of the hospital. Well, how about someone else open a hospital? Since this group obviously isn't doing so great. Obviously. What was it? Brookwood Baptist Health? Never heard of it. Uh, we will support a smooth transition of care for patients, and Brookwood Baptist Health remains committed providing outstanding maternity care within our network. Just not within two-fifths of our network. Well, they stay committed. They remain committed, but they weren't doing that before with the highest mortality rates. Third highest. I thought the maternal was highest. I thought the babies was third highest. Mm. I thought they were both third highest, but you might be right. Either way. I mean, they weren't doing a great job before, so I don't know what they're remaining committed to. Monroe County attributed the closure of its labor and delivery unit to a staffing shortage. We're low on staff, so let's just stop delivering babies. I can see that. I mean, everybody's short on staff. They only had one physician, and they need at least two. (laughs) (laughs) That's a 100% increase. That's impossible. Uh, It seems no amount of money provided by the hospital board for the support of labor and delivery has been sufficient to maintain this service. They can't find another OB doctor for any amount of money. I mean, Uh, if they pay for me to go to medical school, I'll do it. (laughs) We have supported and we continue to support labor and delivery if there was someone who could provide the service. The hospitals. Yeah, you. You're the hospital. Dummies. Keeping maternity units open is a financial challenge, since the departments aren't always profitable. Who cares about profit? You're a hospital. I find that hard to believe. You know how expensive it is to give they, birth. You, you, the amount of money they charge the insurance companies and stuff. Oh, but no I mean, like for, for the mother, you know how expensive it is to give birth. Yeah, it's like what upwards of thirty thousand dollars. Oh yeah, if you're paying cash, yeah, it's crazy. I find it hard to believe that the hospital's not making money. If you are, then raise your prices. But they would do that anyway. So why would yeah? Why would they just raise their prices that they charge for Medicaid and all that insurance companies? Almost half of the births in Alabama are covered by Medicaid. Reimbursement for their program can be substantially lower than for private insurance plans. So nobody nobody wants women and children to do poorly. Oh, let me translate. They're threatening to close down the OBGYN units so they can get Medicaid to increase what they're paying for babies. Since their main claim is that they're not making money off the OB, OB ward and because half of their births are Medicaid covered, which is pays lower than private insurance. So in other words, you're like, either you increase what you're paying us or we're not going to give birth anymore. How about we make hospitals non-profit? Maybe just... Give care to people. The problem with that is even like a hospital's nonprofit, but all the executives in a hospital are making money. And all their mo- their money is based on how much money the hospital makes. So there's uh, still corruption there, but it's less than if it was a for profit hospital, obviously. 
Nobody wants women and children to do poorly. I don't want anyone to do poorly, honestly. But you also can't lose money year over year on a service line. You can. You can. I have been. I've, and I bet you this hospital network or whatever, I bet you they're non-profit. It's, it's a Baptist, it's a church thing, so I bet it's a non-profit. It's set up as a non-profit. They seem awfully worried about money. That's what I'm saying. Just because something's non-profit doesn't... Like, that's like uh, Goodwill. The Goodwill stores. Like, they're... Uh, they make a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. For something that's supposed to be kind of like non-profit. I don't think they are non-profit, but they, they make a ridiculous amount I don't of think money. they ever claim to be non-profit. Yeah. Like, most of their just profits assume. go to the owner. Yeah, people like, just, just assume... Like, I mean, the name's Goodwill. It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, There's something broken about the funding stream that helps us take care of women and children. Yeah. Yeah. There's something broken about the ridiculous amount of money you charge. Uh, Obstetrics departments have also closed in California, Idaho, Massachusetts, and Tennessee. Like I said, this this sounds like hospitals kind of trying to squeeze Medicaid into upping their... Which I bet Medicaid hasn't changed what they pay for a, a birth probably in 10, 15 years. So yeah. they're probably probably trying to get them to update what they charge to match, come close to private insurance. They're trying to strong arm. They probably, have, they probably still have like midwives and that kind of stuff. You can have a birth done in your home, kind of thing. Yeah, probably like a private midwife, but the hospital doesn't but have. But if you're any. in a poor neighborhood, you can't afford that kind of stuff. Yeah. If, if half of your births are under Medicaid and not private insurance, then these are poor, poor parents we're talking about. Uh, if patients have blood pressure issues that they're not tending to because they don't want to be bothered with the extra 45-minute drive to get evaluated. Patients truly have life-threatening issues due to the distance and difficulty in getting to the hospital. They may choose not to be evaluated. That just feeds into the problem relating to neonatal morbidity and mortality and maternal morbidity and mortality. Yeah. And this is also this is also probably a little bit of a dig at the uh, abortion abortion law that they passed. Well, if you won't let us kill the babies, we'll just not give birth. everyone suffer. Although Princeton Baptist isn't the only place to go to deliver a baby in Birmingham. Well, you just said it was. You lying sack of stuff. Its unique approach has gained a reputation. How can you get unique How with <laughs> giving birth? <laughs> Welcomes doulas, boasts a diverse obstetrics team, has staff specifically trained to support moms in breastfeeding and provides water tubs to patients in labor. Oh, I like a good water tub. It had the lowest C-section rate in Jefferson County in 2020. What's a doula? I have no idea what a doula is. No idea. D-O-U-L-A? Doula. A woman, typically without formal obstetric training, who is employed to provide guidance and support to a pregnant woman during labor. It's your, it's your emotional support midwife. <laughs> what do a doulas actually do? A doula is a non-medical companion who can support you physically and emotionally throughout childbirth. During labor, they can reassure and encourage you and help you with changing position, breathing, and massage and relaxation. When you kids were born, that was my job. It's your emotional that's support called, midwife. That's called your husband. Or your partner. Uh, I actually, I've heard of duels before. I just forgot what they actually did. Uh, you want to see something really sad? Oh boy, don't I! Not really sad, but uh, what do duels make? How much? 
Indiana, the average hourly pay for a doula is twenty-two fourteen an hour. That's more than I make. Average. Great. So there's good money in it. I'm sad for Me just now. being a, uh, an emotional support animal. Yes, an emotional <laughs> support person. Yeah, that is sad, but it's sad for me. I'm making less than an emotional support midwife. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's just a lot this about this last study. hospital. So, yeah. Hospitals in Alabama. I think it's are a combination saying, of trying to get Medicaid to pay more and also kind of an FU to the state for passing an abortion law. Yeah. It's like, you know what? What if we just stopped? Yeah. Try it, yeah. No more babies. There's, there's more than one way to kill a baby. <laughs> All right. Is that the new saying? More than one way to kill a baby? <laughs> yes. More than one way to kill a baby. So this is a. Uh, Somewhat related story. Uh, a man reportedly goes blind in right eye after taking little blue pill. Oh. <laughs> Great. I did not read this story at all. I just You just found I it. I just read the headline. I'm like, would you be willing to give that up for that? <laughs> I'm like, sight is a big one. I don't know. half. But that's your depth perception. That's your right eye. That's your that's your depth. You yeah. lose one eye, you have no depth perception. Yeah, you're right there. Yeah, how close is your hand? <laughs> Why are you backing up? I don't want you to touch me. <laughs> I'm sick over here. I don't know. This is can, I, can I pick which eye? Because my left eye kind of sucks anyway. Yeah, one of my eyes is twenty twenty. So yeah. can we? Can I lose yeah, the other one? My right eye is twenty twenty. Although I'm not when I'm reading but so an Iranian man apparently went blind in one eye after taking Viagra which I, are they not a lot okay he says the little blue pill otherwise known as Viagra just say Viagra it's not otherwise known it's primarily known <laughs> I thought blue chew was considered the little blue pill there's too many blue pills physicians are now operating under the assumption that the medical aid for erectile dysfunction could have played a part in the man's vision 32-year-old man took a bumper dose of Slidenafil, the primary ingredient in the little blue pill. What's a bumper dose? I don't know. First of all. Almost immediately after taking the pill, he lost vision. Did he get it back? Although there were efforts to regain vision in his eye, there was apparently nothing the doctors could do to make it better. So you're telling me a drug that forces blood to leave parts of your body and go to other parts of your body could cause damage to the parts of the body that lose blood. What? What? Shut up. <laughs> uh, the report noted that the damage done to the eye was not too extensive, too extensive, resulting in complete blindness in one eye. And of course, this man chose to, you know, remain anonymous. Oh, of course. You don't want to be known as the guy who <laughs> lost his vision for that. <laughs> I would, if I was not able to do that at all, I'd be willing to give up an eye for that. Just saying. Oh, so, that primary ingredient, is used to combat impotence by increasing blood flow by relaxing the blood vessels. But there's evidence that it could affect the blood vessels in other areas of the body. Well, yeah, the pill doesn't know where the vessels are at. It's just relaxing all your blood vessels. Gizmodo. There have been other case reports of eye-related conditions. What's PDE5? Probably like one of the technical names for Viagra. Yeah, but they didn't tell us that ahead of time. Right? We have to just assume. There was a separate report in April 2022 suggesting that a study conducted by the University of British Columbia, which included 200,000 men, 
found that using erectile dysfunction drugs such as Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, and Stendra can more than double your risks of conditions that can lead to blindness. Huh. So when they said masturbation can make you blind... <laughs> they were serious. They weren't far off. <laughs> the study ultimately found that men who used the erectile dysfunction pill were 2.5 times more likely to experience serious retinal detachment. Detachment? That's different. Ugh. Twice the chance of ischemic optic neuropathy. Yeah, that, that sounds like a dead eyeball. It does. Which could compromise blood supply to the optic nerve. Oof. So it is. That the remainder of retinal vascular occlusion, which is a blood clot in the eye, had risen by around 44%. times more likely can be misleading because it depends on how likely you were in the first place. But the 44%, that's a lot. I guess that would still depend on how we... So, careful taking those little pills. Yes. You are increasing your risk of going blind. Just in one eye. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> well, you can, once the one eye goes, you can stop taking the pills. Like, all right. And still, like I said, 2.5 time, more times or 44%. Well, it depends on what your chances were before that. Like, if your chances were, like, 0.001%, and you increase that 44%, you're still below 1%. Yeah, that's true. So. But, it, you know, you don't know what your chances are. Yeah, they don't, of course they wouldn't tell us that. See your doctor. I still don't know what a bumper dose is. That doesn't sound good. That sounds like you took a lot. I don't think a bumper dose is a lot. It's like a, like a bump of cocaine, just a... Uh, what is a a bumper dose is a small dose of the same medicine that acts immediately and wears off quickly so like cocaine uh, is usually taken shortly before the regular medication is set to wear off like an extension. Yes. <laughs> it's like I'm not done yet. <laughs> it's 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 like a little extension built gotcha. in, built into the pill, or do you think like it's a separate five, five more minutes? It's probably a separate thing. Yeah, probably a separate thing. Yeah, hold on, I gotta take a bumper dose real quick. <laughs> Stay right there, don't move. And that's what made him blind. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps it was all the sex he was having, not the pill. Uh there you go. Blind for taking Viagra. I could probably talk myself into it. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, not maybe not now. Definitely when I was younger. If I'm in the situation where I'm thinking about it, I could probably talk myself into oh, I could like talk taking myself that risk. Into almost anything. That's all we've got for tonight. Look at that exactly. Well, not exactly. some uh, being upset at financial aid given to countries. Uh, thanks for watching. Make sure you hit the thumbs up. Uh, like, subscribe. Follow. Follow. follow share. Uh, whatever. And until then, have a great week. And we will see you in six, seven days or six Seven days. days Sunday, Sunday will be the seventh day. Six days and 23 hours. Give or take. Okay. Seven minutes. About. Have a, what, you know, what, what, anything happens this week? Nope. Oh, I don't know. Nope. Uh, Halloween's not for another two weeks. Yeah, All right. Funny.
Have a good one. Uh, Goodbye. Take care.